This podcast is sponsored by FHE Health and their Shatterproof program for first responders. Yep, you know what time it is. It's time for Microcast Monday, next on the CJ Evolution podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Monday. I hope your day is off to a great start. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great week. And guess what? You control how you feel during this upcoming week. Yes, you have a lot of control in that regard. You can control the six inches between your ears. Nobody else can. That means you can control how you react. You can control what comes out of your mouth. Unfortunately, you can't control other people. You can control yourself. Thank you for watching and listening to this show. Special thanks to you, the first responder, a criminal justice professional, whatever you were doing, wherever you were at. Thank you for doing it. Remember this, you are honored, cherished, and above all, you are loved. Keep up the fantastic work. If you or somebody you know is suffering, struggling with addiction, alcohol, drugs, depression, suicide ideation, anxiety, all the things I dealt with at one time, then it's time to reach out and ask for help. And I'm going to talk about this when I get into today's segment. Now is the time. No other time but now. You don't have to take that vacation or whatever you were planning on doing, and then you'll go to treatment. You know what? Those things are always going to be there. Get help now. So you can enjoy the vacation later. Reach out to me, 303-960-9819. What makes Shatterproof a very unique program is it's one of the only programs in the country that first responders can go to that is 100% all first responders. Everybody's in pretty bad shape when they get here. And then 30 days later, when you can see the transformation and the difference in people when they've had 30 days uh, of counseling, working with therapists, working with a psychiatrist, getting the neuro treatment, doing the breath therapy that's done here. The transformation that happens with the clients is really humbling to be able to work around and see because people are getting better here. And it just shows that there's a need for the first responder community to deal with behavioral health issues and take them seriously and offer treatment to people that may need help out there. They should be afforded the ability to come get help when they need help. It has gotten better, but we still have a long way to go. I recently got a call from a guy, a gentleman here in Arizona who is struggling. He is he is suffering with addiction and he's a first responder. And I talked to family members and family members said they were going to talk to him and um, they were going to tell him his con uh, their concerns, obviously, and what he was doing to them. And she asked me for my advice. And I said, you know, what I would do is kind of switch it around a little bit and say these words. I'm not an expert, but the last thing you want to do is, you know, try to attack or, or come at it, even though it's not their intention, as attacking the person who's suffering. Nobody likes that. 
when people are down, when people are depressed, when people are in a bad place or they're an alcoholic or whatever, they know they're in a bad place. Deep down, they do. So the best thing to do is, especially from a family member, you know, I, and again, I'll use me as an example. When I was suffering, going through my, my dark times, what my family did with me is they spoke what was concerning to them, obviously. But the next thing they did was just listen, listen, be have that empathetic ear. They did. They listened to me. They listened to me outpour to them and to just speak what was on my mind. And that's what I was doing a lot. And they were really good at just being quiet and letting me speak and letting me get feelings that I suppressed over the years off my chest. And that's what I would, and that's what I encourage this young woman to do uh, with her, with her spouse. And she did, you know, I mean, he's, he's going to do what he wants to do. And that's another thing with somebody in addiction and somebody who is suffering. Again, I've talked about this before in other segments, they think they can do it alone and they can't do it alone. I would challenge anybody out there to go and find somebody. Maybe it's a family member. Chances are it is, or, you know, six degrees of separation. You know somebody who knows somebody who is an addict and has overcome, and they're in recovery, and they're doing fantastic. I would challenge anybody out there to find somebody who's in recovery that did it alone. Ask any alcoholic, any drug addict. It took a tribe. It took several people in treatment to get them where they are today but that's that's part of the disease that's part of the addiction is when it hijacks your mind and it takes over your mind and you think you can do things that like recover alone which is really not possible i i, I guess anything's possible but those are the exceptions if they do happen not the rule so if you're out there and you have a family member who's struggling, or maybe it's a friend, a colleague, a first responder, could be anybody, not just first responders, anybody, I would encourage you to lend more of an empathetic ear than to try to cast judgment. Because as a family member, as a friend, you might have been burned by this person and hurt by this person. And when they get better, trust me, they're going to come back and they're going to apologize to you. A lot of them do. A lot of, I know I did. So lend that empathetic ear. They already feel sh like shit. They know their productivity is going down. They know they're having issues at work. They know they're having relationship problems. Deep down, they know. They don't need to get hammered with that. So in that, <clears throat> so in that regards, I am empathetic towards the person who's suffering because I've been there. I know what it's like. I am a lot more empathetic now than I ever was before you know, than I ever was before. So lend that empathetic ear. A lot of times people who are suffering, they just want somebody to hear them vent. That's it. And don't, if you're doing this, don't start telling people what they should be doing right now. And, and again, that's kind of tricky because you know they need help. You know they need help. That's different than telling somebody everything else in their life they're, they're destroying. Does that make sense? They know that. But each person is different. 
Some people will get on a plane, head down to Shatterproof immediately, where others, they have to think about it. Because you know why? They're afraid. They're afraid to take that step. And again, that's where I'm empathetic because I've been there. I've been there. They have to throw caution to the wind and just take that leap forward, that leap of faith, knowing that they're going to be well taken care of. And they are down at FHE and Shatterproof. They're very well taken care of. Treat them with dignity, dignity and respect. They get world-class treatment down there. But again, it's all always comes down to the individual, always comes down to the future patient or client, whatever you want to call them, what they want to do, he or she. Because like, <laughs> like Morpheus famously said to Neo in The Matrix, if you haven't seen that movie, I don't know where you've been, check it out. It's a great movie. And I'm not giving it away by quoting this line. Neo tells, or uh, I'm sorry, Morpheus tells Neo, Neo, I can show you the door, but you got to walk through that door. It's the same thing in people who are suffering and need treatment. I can show you all the resources we have, but that person has to walk through that door. And they can. They can. But in the interim, be, be that empathetic person. Show empathy. I know you're mad, you're pissed, you're hurt. We need to get them healed. You're going to heal. And it's going to get better. So if you're not, lend that empathetic ear. Stay tuned for this week. We've got a great guest coming up. Great guest coming up. And if you need a speaker for your organization, I would love if you would choose moi. I love speaking. I love getting out in front of people, especially first responders, telling a little bit of my story, but talking about resiliency, leadership, uh, mental health, things that you could be doing right now to help you live the life you need and deserve. My speaking tab is on cjevolution.com. Check it out. Check it out. I already got a couple speaking gigs that are lining up, and I'd love to come and talk to your agency or group. Until next time, folk, folks, folk. <laughs> happy Monday. You are awesome. I love you. Go out, tackle your day, tackle your week. Until next time.